from Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Featuring former Husker and NBA vet Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! With broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. Welcome to the Ticket Weeknights. Got the club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut of she Tuesday. Club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut of she Tuesday. Club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl. Yeah. On a Tuesday, on the Strict 9 show at 6 to 8, we're right here, DPE Strict and 8. <laughs> we're right here on the Strict 9 show, me and DP. We're going to talk a little bit about this upcoming weekend. First of all, shout out to Husker Volleyball for making it to another, or uh, women's volleyball for making it to another uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, they start off uh, this Friday uh, against Campbell, and uh, they'll host also those uh, first two rounds, which is a tremendous honor as always. Mm-hmm. So it shows the success of the team. A little bit of inconsistency this year from them. It's not what they expected, I'm sure. But uh, you you can always turn it around at any given time. You know, the light switch can go off. Uh the nitro button can be twisted, you know, and then boom, you get powered through. So you never know what can happen. They got there. They put themselves in a position. I think they got a favorable first and second round. And let's see what they do. Well, I think John Cook made a point. We need to focus on Campbell. We can't worry about Kansas State. We can't worry about Florida State. We can't worry about Wisconsin. We can't worry about anything other than ourselves and Campbell. And Campbell, in their space, they work, they're hardworking, they're athletic. Um, but from a talent standpoint, they they just aren't on the level of Nebraska. Now, Nebraska doesn't care. They're working on the better them. They're, they're working on the rotation. They're working on uh, adjusting small things that they need to do, uh, getting the service game up to, up to, to where there are no errors there. Uh, I think believe they had an eight in the final set. Uh last week against Wisconsin. So John Cook will have them ready Friday. And then Saturday will be uh, kind of remarkable because Florida State, to me, would make for a really good match. <laughs> like, that would be an exceptional match. But back-to-back, Friday, late Friday night at 7, and then a Saturday, a Saturday uh, first serve should be pretty incredible for Devaney Center and the Huskers. Um they know they have their work cut out for them, but that young talent, nobody's a freshman anymore. When you're, when you're this many games in, you're not a freshman anymore. It's, it's time to go to work, and this is what, why they came here. Twenty Games 29 and 30 uh, for the Huskers should be uh, statement ones and get them into the exclusive rack where, you know, everybody's a monster. Absolutely. Shout out to Ham421. Uh, who said, Strick, DP, love this interview with Spud. Thanks for getting us this connection. Uh, Tremendous. Uh, Thank you for um, those wonderful comments. We also want to shout out to TMZ2. Nice get, Strick. Yes, Spud Webb is a phenomenal get. He's a phenomenal guy. So um, I thank him, even on short notice, to be able to grab him. I tried to grab one of my friends, but uh, 
who also was because I want to talk smack. I'm 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 really wanting them to get this win because I want to talk smack to Curtis Marshall so bad and and call and text Spud and let them know what we did to him. But um, we'll have to see when that that comes to an end. Also, um, I would like to direct uh, our fans and our listeners to uh, the uh, this app at ninety three uh, seven. So nine three seven the ticket dot my shopify dot com slash product s dash or forward slash back is that backslash or forward slash that's a backslash which one is that you do not need to provide the entire url to your shirt strick no (laughs) no they can just go to the website hit shop and it's going to be right there for them to grab on the on the landing page the ticket look at that the ticket look at that the ticket fm.com see it's just that easy See, that's what that's what happens when that's why my kids are like, Dad, you don't know how to do it. You don't know how to use the Instagram this. You don't know how to use the filter that you don't know how to do. No, I don't. I'm the basic phone guy who just logs on, does the basic stuff with everything media related. I don't have a clue how to do all the technology. I'm older than you. So I'm sitting back. My niece called me on Thanksgiving from her Instagram account. And I was like, whoa, what, what, wait, 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 like you, wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know I'm officially old, dude. So I, I, I try to play catch up times. You ask the folks, but yeah, the shirts are there strict. Here's also a really cool thing. So you familiar with the one chip challenge, right? Yeah. Okay. So Jay Foreman has been running from this for a while. He's been, he's been, he's been ducking and hide. He's been, you know, rope a dope and trying to stay away from this thing. But he messed up the debt because he said if the listeners buy 50 shirts between now and Monday and 28 of them, his 44 shirts, that he would do the one chip challenge live on air. No, just let just let me make sure I'm I'm understanding the one chip challenge again. Uh-huh. Break it down for me. So the one chip challenge is uh there is a, 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 a Pocky chip that is the hottest of of peppers. Uh-huh. Hot, hottest degree of Yeah. Of the pepper. one the basically the one that Joel and B tried to eat. Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, and, and yeah, and, that part. And so we've had people we've had listeners come in studio and do the one chip challenge. Matter of fact, Nick uh Big Sky did it. Big Sky did it. He he really did. And it it, it beat him up. Uh, Buzzy did it. Buzzy did it on air live. Strick, what may have been the funniest 15 minutes of, of radio we've done was him. So we were at Tanner's, and he ate the chip. He was like, oh, I got this, man. I got this. So he ate the chip. And for the first 10 minutes, he was like, okay, I'm good. Okay, okay. About 15-minute mark, the look on his face changed. You know, and he he looked at he he looked he goes oh man got me man got me got me, but then it really like it was just throwing a jab at him you know just to see what his reaction was going to be. He was throwing the Bud Crawford at him, right? Just trying to test the and waters, then, and then all of a sudden it 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 went tenth round Bud Crawford, and punched Buzzy right in the gut, and Buzzy was like oh, yo DP I need you to uh, fill in for me bro. Uh, I'm having a problem. I'm having a problem. <laughs> so he looks, his wife is there. His wife is there. 
and in one of the clips, right, and this is they knew him, they newlyweds, right? So she ain't never really seen him like that, but she she's every wife we know because she's videotaping this. Oh, and Lord. Buzzy goes, uh, Freddie's right across the street. I need some ice cream. And she was so busy laughing at him that she was like, and he was like, no, serious. Oh. I need some ice cream. Like he, it hit him. Like he was like, listen, wifey, I need some, some ice cream. I need some right ice cream. Now, but right now, right now, right now, strict. Buzzy went to the oh. bathroom. We saw him about 30 minutes later, dude, my guy. Even for 30 minutes, he was like, oh, nah, dude. So Jay saw that, and Jay was like, man, I'm not messing with that chip, man. I'm not messing with that chip. But then today he made he slipped up and said, yeah, if, if they sell 28 of my shirts on the website, uh, I'll do it. And I think we sold nine today. And he was like, oh, man, I might, I might have set the number too low. This this could be a problem. This could be a problem. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, um, I think I'll be a sideline uh, supporter in that Ooh, particular challenge. He should have left but what alone. I would do is I will right now, if, any, if, if, if you guys go and buy – the the shirts mm-hmm. if you buy 25 of the shirts i will personally buy four tickets to a nebraska husker game nice uh during the big 10 nice i will personally do that nice you also have to sign the shirts for them though i would do that too yeah you'd have to sign the shirts for them as a matter of fact i'm ordering the basketballs where you get those signed too I will buy four tickets. Yeah, to nice. a Big Ten to a Big Ten basketball game. A big one. Doesn't matter which Big Ten game. And you. and of the twenty five mm-hmm. that the first twenty five that buy, mm-hmm. it will go up for raffle. Nice, nice. Okay. So your head, your you will go. So I will I will do it. I will do it like two and two. Okay. Meaning two people can win. Okay. So you can take a girlfriend, okay. and you don't have to feel like you have to leave it, you leave her at home. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> yeah, I'll do two and two. Okay, that's a win. That's a win. All right, so Big Sky will post that for us and get that out there. That's that's not bad. Uh, how that's gonna be? Yeah, it's it's gonna be that kind of that kind of weekend. Like, I mean, and and what I like, thank goodness the the Pac-12 is who who it is. Because they're gonna play, they're they're gonna play on Friday, Friday night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, look, no no offense. They've to, already had this game. This is a no this offense. This is like a Mulligan do over, right? No, no offense to to Oregon, right? But you know, I got a little Utah flavor in me, so I I'm really wanting Utah to just run Oregon out the out the, out the spot again. Hmm. I need from look they mm-hmm. they beat up on Oregon a couple of weeks ago, and I don't think Oregon forgets that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I think they're going to take. Hey, I got I got knocked out last time I saw this dude. Like this dude knocked out and took my girl. So, and as much as you want to get even, I think you still remember <laughs> being knocked out. <laughs> that part. So. So I I I'm looking forward to Utah knocking off Oregon and and and. In, Ending the discussion of the Pac-10, Pac-12 having a team in the playoffs. I think that's how I'm getting down with that. What I find interesting, DP, is coming out. I think the most interesting matchup coming out of the 
um, the bowl, the I'm sorry, the championship weekend for me is out of the ACC. The unusual suspects, right? <laughs> we've got, we've got, wow. we've got uh, Kaiser Sose that showed up in the ACC this year wow. and just stole all the business. I mean, Wake for who, who, and who. If if somebody would have put money on it that Wake Forest and Pittsburgh would have been in the ACC championship, they would have they would have lost their money, so to speak. But Man. they would have won big, right? Because you got you don't have the usual suspects out of the Clemsons. You don't have the Miamis. You don't have the Florida States. You don't even have any of them Virginias in, in the past. Right? The recent North Carolina, none of them have showed up, and you've got Wake Forest and Pittsburgh. So that is going to be an interesting matchup at fifteen and sixteen that I'm interested in. I, so I I I have I have family and friends who are Wake Forest people, right? And they look they've been waiting for this their entire life. Like this is the moment where Wake Forest football fans get to act like they do during basketball season, right? Like they've been waiting. They're going to treat this like this is Randolph Childress and Tim Duncan and Muggsy Bogues and Rodney Rogers. Like this is how how important this is. Like if you could just – and as a matter of fact, I would imagine that they're going to fly in all them dudes and try to get dudes in (laughs) to to show out that, hey, uh, we here. And Pittsburgh, look, this is sneaky. Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. like this is sneaky there's nothing appealing about this team Mm -mm. other than Mm -mm. their fight like they Mm -hmm. fight Mm -hmm. and because there are a couple games that they should have lost that they didn't Mm -hmm. and here they come and they're rolling in I was like oh y'all was expecting Clemson who y'all expected what who you you looking for who oh sorry we here uh, it's ours now, and they got to travel down to Charlotte. Now, it, it will be a Wake Forest crowd um, at the Bank of America they're, Stadium, right? It's gonna they're going to try to bash you. Right? They're going to just try to old Steeler, just that old Steeler mentality of just beat and bash you and, you know, just browbeat you until they pummel you. And Wake That's Forest is going to sling it around, mm-hmm. and they go slinging around. They may be the most fun offense to watch in all of college mm-hmm. football. Mm. When you watched, check mm. back to them playing against Army, and I'm not sure I had as much fun watching a, an offense go at it like Wake Forest did. Yeah. So people yeah. are going to get introduced to Wake Forest football, and I would not be surprised if their coach has to answer some questions soon about how mm. much he loves Wake Forest. Forest. Because uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. if you can get Wake Forest to number 16 – there's some other folks that might want to put you to work. Well, especially with, you know, there's there's somebody that's, you know, definitely looking to uh, sneak into that OU job, the ready-made talented team, but the, we we're going we're going to digress off of that. Ooh. I think I think the thing to watch right now is what's transpiring in the Big 12 between Oklahoma State and Baylor. Mhm. And out of the American, what's happening with number four Cincinnati and Houston? Because come on, coming out of that situation right there can easily be a troubling situation. That if Cincinnati only wins by the hair of their chinny chin chin, mm-hmm. and Okie State goes buck wild mm-hmm. and beats the brakes off of Baylor. Mm-hmm then you've got a scenario where you have a leapfrog 
Possibly. Oh, yeah, and they're going to be mad about it. And they're going to be mad about they're it. They're going to be mad so about it. So they need to go and try to blow the doors off of uh, Houston because anything less than uh, – and I'm not talking about, you know, uh, a, a little squeaky clean little victory. I'm talking about they better blow the doors like 56 to 6 type. Well, wow. but, but but here's the thing, Strick. Houston's 10-1 and one and number 21 in the country. Houston is – look, they're used to facing dogs. Like, mm-hmm. they, they look, they love wrecking parties. That part. Right? So, the fact that it's in Cincinnati, well, that'll be worth a few points. But Houston's playing free. There is no pressure. They have nothing riding on this thing other than a championship ring. They don't have big playoff money on the, on the line. They don't have a coaching reputation on the line because that coach is coaching for his future too because hmm. Cincinnati is not his destination spot. That's not where he dreamed of coaching forever and ever, and they don't have the most amount of money. No, <laughs> so it's about that moolah these Right, days. so that's going to be a brawl. Again, remember, that's a 10-1 and team. That team has figured it out every week except for one, and quite frankly, they're okay. With, 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 with being the underdog. On the other side of that, Baylor is the bad guy. Mm. See, Baylor gets to play Ric Flair villain and just walk Woo-hoo! in, right? They get to walk in. Remember, this game is in Dallas. This game's in <laughs> Dallas. You know, look, man. Everybody and their mama from, from Baylor is going to be trucking up from Waco. Everybody who is from Texas, period, yeah, is going yeah. to root to keep the Cowboys from Oklahoma State from even thinking about being in a playoff game. Yeah. So it's Facts. look, it's it's a brawl, and Baylor has n- now if their if their quarterback plays because we don't know if Paul Hannon's going to play, mm-hmm. which which is the, which is the which is the thing that you go, oh come on. What mm-hmm. what big guy? What'd you say? Say it again, Big Sky. The backup was slinging it against Texas Tech, though. Yeah, but look, we're playing for chips now. We're playing for chips and dollars. Yeah, I don't need my this backup. Ain't, this ain't sitting at the table uh, <laughs> at your house playing uh, blackjack and poker with your friends. This is at Vegas with the uh, you know the lights on, and this is for the the WSOP yep. trophy. Yep. You know the, I mean? This is the big dog. Jerry World. You're in Jerry World mm. on the big screen. So if you mess up and get catch catch, catch a loss this week, Coach 30 going to have you on his podcast next week talking about, okay, look at Sims over here uh, tripping on up on himself. Fell down like his mother, just walked in the bedroom. Like that's, that's what we're talking about, the pressure of these championship games. Everything's elevated. And I like the idea – and, and straight work with me here. I like the idea of chaos this week. Mm-hmm. I want I want Oregon to lose. I want uh, I want Alabama to lose. Man, you about to mess up my little flow, man. I need Alabama to lose. I need I needed to dig. see. That's what I'm. So that that was what I was about to say. Let's dig into that DP oh, right we can there. Do, at the we SEC can do that. We, we, we got a whole other segment. Yeah, we got a whole other segment. We can get to. Let's save that one for the next segment. We won't talk about so we that. Got SEC, we got SEC coming up, talking about this Georgia-Alabama rivalry. Uh-huh. And then we're going to and Big Ten. also into the Big Ten. Big Ten. 
and solidify that and close it out. We ain't forgot about y'all at Conference USA, ah. the MAC and Mountain West. We love y'all too. Yeah, but, but y'all sit at the but, baby but table. Let's go big time. We gotta <laughs> go with the big date. I'm trying to find the finest woman in the room. Let's go. <laughs> Be back after this. All right, we'll throw it to break. More on Strict Nine, 937 the ticket. Back to the Ticket Weeknights, featuring former Husker and NBA vet Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. DP, we're going all around the world, baby. Come on, Shot G. We're taking you all around the road. We're taking you all around the world, baby. Come on, Strict G. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to catch me one day with my little humpty nose and and my hat. Look, I'll I'll go step for step with you with with some humpty. (laughs) I'll go step for step. I'll hit you with the shark, baby. Let's get it. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back to the Strict Nine Show. We were touching on... Uh, conference matchup weekend for all of the big games and the small ones. They all matter because to whoever you are, you have uh, had a tremendous season and and you deserve honor to be able to play for a championship in whatever conferences is. I don't care if it's FS, you know, FCS, you know, congratulations to Dion, good friend Dion Sanders as well. Uh, 10 and one season, nine and on conference, did a wonderful job down there in the SWAC with his team and um, his son also winning freshman of the year honors and Shador Sanders. Uh, congratulations to them as well. Even doing so after having surgery and having to be in the hospital and getting an infected foot and all of that stuff and still be able to keep his team together and, and focused on the task at hand. Congratulations to you as well, Dion. Uh, now, we were touching on the SEC before we jumped over to the Big Ten. Now, we could have a crazy, as you said, chaotic, hectic, you know, myopic type of dumb, crazy mess could happen mm-hmm. if Georgia ends up beating Alabama mm-hmm. by a last-minute field goal. Mm-hmm. Do the committee only dropped in one slide, you know, one slide, and do they still get in, which would be absolutely crazy, but it has happened before. So I, let's I, talk about that. I, I don't think – I think if they lo- – this is a playoff game. This is a playoff game for Alabama. It's not a playoff game for Georgia, but this is a playoff game for Alabama. Alabama has to beat Georgia in order for them to be in, the, in this playoff. Georgia does not have to beat Alabama to be in this which is why I think Alabama will ultimately win because they're playing for everything. Georgia is just playing to beat Alabama. Um, But that being said, Georgia wins, Alabama's out, and then you've got to have that real discussion, right, that uh, they drop down, uh, Notre Dame and Baylor move up, or Notre Dame and Oklahoma State move up. Uh, Cincinnati, if Cincinnati loses, they drop down. Now you're cooking. Now you're cooking in Crisco, right, because – Alabama with two losses will be ahead of, as they are, Cincinnati with one. Like that's just mm-hmm. that's just how that's going to play out. North Carolina can sneak in the back door just simply. I mean, uh, Notre Dame can sneak in the back door just by hanging out. 
Notre Dame wins. Notre Dame wins by sitting at home and watching other teams lose. Yeah, <laughs> and right? I hate that scenario. Well, well, but 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 a part, of, but a part, of, like but, but a part of that is I'm like we can't be mad at Notre Dame for being smarter. Like everybody knows the rules. <laughs> everybody knows the rules. Like you can't be mad at Notre Dame for being smarter than everybody else. Everybody else went and took the money. Notre Dame's like, nah, we cool. Like we just <laughs> we're gonna sit here and chill, <laughs> right? And 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 everybody let them. Like everybody let them, they could have they could have passed in the bylaws that Notre Dame has to be in a conference in order to get into into the playoffs. They didn't do that. Why? Notre Dame money. Notre Dame money means more than all the pride and all the other stuff in place, right? So look, if you're part of the mob, you understand the mob, and folks get it. But I still want, I want Oregon to lose, I want Oklahoma State to lose, I want Alabama to lose, I want Cincinnati to lose. And then I wanted to go crazy. I, if I really wanted to get crazy, I would want Michigan to lose. Mm. Wow. So that it's pure chaos. Pure, unadulterated chaos. Because I want the people who sit in that committee room to actually have to do the work. Like, don't take, don't get the lose. The, the easy way is uh, Alabama beats Georgia. They're both in. Michigan beats Iowa. They're in. Cincinnati beats Houston. They're in. Everybody else sitting outside on the front porch mad because ain't no candy left. But the reality is that would give you a Georgia versus Cincinnati first round. Yeah, you get the benefit of Alabama and, and Michigan State, but. It's not the same. It's not mm. the same. So I want some chaos in this thing. Whatever happens, I'm cool with because it'll be playoffs and everybody will get a chance to, to do their thing. But the, there's a part of me that wants this chaos to happen. I just do. For sure. I just For do. sure. I just do. We need something different. For sure. Something different because, I mean, we can do the same thing, right? We got the same thing. I mean, thank goodness Ohio State's not in it, so at least it's Michigan. But it's Michigan if it beats Iowa. It's not Michigan because it's Michigan. It's Michigan if it beats number thirteen Iowa. It, it, yeah, it it's it's number four Cincinnati if it beats number twenty Houston. Like it, none of it. It's number five Oklahoma if they beat number nine uh, Baylor. So mm-hmm. look, Georgia's got a ticket. Everybody else is got to play this weekend. Georgia's got a mm-hmm. gold ticket. Everybody else chilling, uh, which is why I think this is why I don't think Georgia beats Alabama is because they they're playing. They're not going to be eliminated, no matter what. No matter what, and they're the yeah, only they're ones that that can be said. No doubt. So it, no it doubt. That, that that's you know, and I'm I'm a little perturbed because the two teams that I like watching the least in the Big Ten, Michigan and Iowa. And why I, is that? I, Iowa. Why is, is it that you do not? What is it that you dislike just totally about? Iowa is this. Nodos in 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 black and gold. It's it's like me taking allergy medicine. Be patient; it'll put you to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this, all I need to do is put on Iowa, and and the itis shows up. Even if I haven't even eaten, like Iowa just makes my eyes roll to the back of my head. Got you, Michigan. Okay, Michigan is the most overhyped program for doing the least in all of college football. Michigan does the like they get credit. For doing stuff they haven't done. Okay. And so, yeah, okay, you finally beat Ohio State. Cool. Um, a part of me wants them to win and then go get run out by Alabama. Because is there anybody out there who would take Michigan over Alabama? Is there anybody who thinks that Michigan is better than Alabama? Negative. So when they get on the field, imagine you saw what they did against Notre Dame, right? What makes you think the team that had to struggle against Nebraska could stay on the field with Alabama? True. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I I I think I just don't think they run a scheme. Um. Now, but the way that Auburn was effective against them was they actually beat them off the ball. So the way Michigan has success is with a running game that allows them to get into play actions and, and different trickery in their bag from that with, with, with an inability to run Michigan will have no chance. I just don't think I, I, now I, I do like, their defense. I like their defense from, from, you know, a pressure standpoint with Hutchinson and, you know, those guys up front, you know, doing you seen that I just back? don't think they have the, I don't think they have the DBs to be able to handle on the back. End. You've seen the two silverbacks Alabama has as its bookends offensively. You see them big, two big long arm thick behind dudes. They waiting for Yeah, us. but I saw, I saw Auburn's two monsters just absolutely do what they wanted in, in uh, uh, on the ends coming off the end. So I Michigan I, wouldn't I'm beat saying. Auburn. Michigan wouldn't beat Auburn. Yeah, <laughs> not the way they played Saturday. Not the way they played Saturday. No, 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 bueno. no, no. You look at the talent on Auburn's like them big boys they got up front on both sides of the ball. Look, I look. Okay. I, I want it to be good, and whoever the four best teams are after Saturday, okay. Let's let let's reamp again, and we'll re, re you know we'll, we'll we'll reassign rankings and such. But this week is about Georgia Alabama because it will tell us whether Georgia's elite or not. That's the sole purpose of this. Is Georgia so good that they kick Alabama in the booty and go chill waiting for Cincinnati? If they lose to Alabama, they can still be great, but they can't be elite because they got to come back and beat them again, and it won't matter. This season has been about parity. The only other team that could get through this thing and be considered – elite is if Cincinnati Cincinnati beats Houston, then they beat Georgia, and then they beat Alabama or Michigan after that and run undefeated 
into next season. Now, even with that, they're going to lose their head coach. <laughs> he goes undefeated. Right. They lose their head coach. So there, there is a there is a bill to pay, no matter what happens this weekend. I just want to see more of what it is. In my head, strict. I think Georgia's elite. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would say so. Their defense is just, whew. I mean, their offense is just there, basically, not to give away the game. You know, their mm-hmm. offense. Now they've gotten their, you know, some of their receivers back that is going to make them a little bit more dynamic on that aspect of it. But, um, you know, they're another team, too, that likes to pound it on you. They're going to run the clock. They're going to have, you know, try to beat you in the possession game, you know, time of possession. So um, and 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 have their defense to basically get them that win and that time of possession to keep their their offense on the field and just wear you down where they're. Um, you know, and you're going to cause you to make mistakes and cause you to to break, and then all of a sudden, boom! They 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 burst open like a floodgate. I I again, I will be satisfied with whatever happens this weekend because we're clearing the decks, right? We're just clearing the decks. Like there's there's yeah. there's too much there's too much noise in the space. Like we really don't know. We're not able to focus. Yeah, I'd like to be able to look and see at whatever the matchups are going to be. But I know this. I wouldn't bet Alabama and Georgia. I'll tell you no. that. I, I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't touch it for all the all the money in the world. Interesting. Because I think Saban's sitting back going, mm, okay. Well, it's the John Thompson theory. And he always said there's a difference between fighters. There's a guy – who, who fights at the edge of the cliff as though he's got a mattress at the bottom of that cliff. He can take his blows, but he ain't got to win. Right. The dude who fights at the cliff as though there is no mattress because there is no mattress is a dangerous, dangerous dude. That's how I look at playoff football, even on the college level. Who decides, you know what, I really have too much to lose. I'm not trying to have my season die. I'm going to battle. For sure. For sure, I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting, man. I'm looking forward to seeing who, how this who do whole... you have? Who do you, let's go through them? Utah and Oregon. Who you got? Um, I have Utah. Okay, uh, Oklahoma State, Baylor. Um, ah, that's a tough call on that one, man. Uh, Baylor is inconsistency for me. I just think I think Oklahoma State is is kind of they they're they're like chomping at the bit on this one, and so I, I think I would go with uh, Oklahoma State, Iowa and Michigan. Definitely, I think I'm, I'm I just I, I I don't know. I think they're kind of uncertain as to how they're going to play. I don't know if they have enough weapons um, at Iowa. I I don't they don't know if they want to go with Petrus or or. Um, uh, Padilla, uh, I think his name. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where they want to go. I, you know, they're obviously going with Petrus because of what he was able to do. in you know, the Nebraska game, it just seemed to be ineffective. Um, but we, we you know, I, I just think Michigan has a little bit more. I just think their defense is a little bit more stronger in that particular one. I think they both offensively do the same, the same types of things. Wake Forest. 
I'm rolling with the Steel City on that one, my guy. Okay. I think that's where I got to go with it. Okay. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Cincinnati and Houston. Um, Cincinnati has been pretty consistent. They've had a couple of close wins that kind of made people wonder a little bit. But they've been consistent in what they're doing. And, and uh, you know, Houston's going to fling it. They're going to let it fly. And, and, you know, anytime you have those situations, it's going to be up to the referees and how they're going to be calling the game is to determine if that's going to be a, a Houston win or a Cincinnati. But with, barring any of that, I would say Cincinnati just has a little bit more. Yeah, I think the fact the game's in Cincinnati. If this game was in Houston, it would be like, eh, I'm leaning that way. Uh, in the big one, Bama. Alabama and the dogs of Georgia. I just think Georgia's defense is just so dominant, bro. And I think they have everything they need in the in their DBs and their safeties to be able to manage what Alabama will throw at them. Uh, I believe if they contain the running game, keep um, keep Bryce in the uh, in the pocket. Don't allow him to get that. That's that's really what Auburn did. I mean, they really just kept him in the pocket, didn't allow him to overly scramble, uh, make crazy plays that that he would normally make. Um, I think uh, Georgia wins that by a few touchdowns. Big Sky, when we come back, you get to give us your picks. We're not going to catch you off guard. Not going to shock you, but we need have Big Sky speak. Let's do that. Let's go to break strict when we come back. Big Sky speaks. On Strict Nine. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, former Husker and NBA vet, Eric Strickland. We're back, we're back, we're back. Big Sky, it's on you, Big Daddy. Am I gonna am I gonna get DP to provide the games? I will I will I will I will lay them out for you. Okay. All right. All right. I don't want you struggling, kind sir. Um I do want to ask you, does Martin, Montana State win this weekend? Montana State or UM? Well I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh who's Montana State playing? Uh I don't UT follow Martin, the cats. UT Martin. Oh. Uh I'll take the cats. Okay, all right. Who 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 does your boys? Who you you playing Eastern Washington this week? Yep. What's the pick? Montana had Eastern Washington beat when they played in the regular season, mm. and then they uh, pulled a uh, Scott Frost and uh, lost the game in the second half. Yikes. To the point where Grizz fans were going to bed, and they woke up to bad news. So I think Montana gets some second go around. They've had more time to work this backup quarterback in. That was the reason that they ended up losing against. Eastern Washington, the first time they had their starter, Cam Humphrey went down. Chris Brown comes in. Uh, first first time experience for the, the freshman out of Bozeman. So, Chris Brown, he's been in the offense for 10 weeks now. He gets the win in his second chance against Eastern Washington. Strick, you see him You see him go. You bring up his boys, man. He goes He goes buck wild. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, he's been sitting there holding oh, yeah. on. He's been holding on to that one like for, for, for three hours just waiting for a chance to drop that knowledge. And the big one. Well, there's two big ones when we count. Iowa and Michigan. Who you got? Uh, Michigan. I, I, they just seemed like a better. Boo team. that man! Boo him! Boo him! No, I, <laughs> no, I can't boo him because I really don't like Iowa. So, 
I, I hate to see either team win, but it's. I think it's going to be Michigan. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All of that. Um, in the big one, Alabama, Georgia. Who you got? Georgia is having a great season, but I just I've seen Alabama overcome obstacle after obstacle. No matter how close the game was against Auburn, I don't think that Kirby Smart has Nick Saban's number this year. It's going to be Bama in a win in the SEC championship game, much to the chagrin of all college football fans everywhere. <sighs> We'll all live. We will all live. Why is G out here? G, get in here. G, get in here. And Cincinnati is going to win against Houston, oh. and they're going to the playoff. Oh. And the Bearcats are shocking the country. They're going to make it to the national championship. In a game that you won't watch. I will watch. Nobody's I love Cincinnati. watching Cincinnati. I love Cincinnati. Nobody's watching. People from Cincinnati's not even watching Cincinnati. Name three players on the team. A Desmond Ritter, Jerome Ford. And uh, the third oh, one. Oh, there's that one. Oh, the third. Oh, got him. Got him. Got him. They have that one wide receiver. He's number six. He's a stud. Ah, I can't name him. He's got that guy, that one guy on the other guy. He plays next to the But other Desmond guy. Ritter's exceptional. I love watching him. Okay. G, get up here, man. What's happening? How's it going? There we go. What do, what are you guys bringing to the table tonight? What are you going to talk about? You know, hockey, hockey, and more hockey. More, Some NHL okay. hot takes. Me and Rocky are going to get into. You going to talk about how hot yeah. Ovechkin is right now? Absolutely. And if you <laughs> break Gretzky's record, that's actually the first hot take of the night. See, so you, you read the show notes. Well, I'm all about this. I'm all about this. Strict, kind sir, killed it tonight. Good stuff, brother. Thank you for uh, for bringing Spud into our life. Again, we need we all need more Spud Webb. That is absolute and truth. It's been a great night. Thank you all for joining in the Strict Nine Show tonight. We'll tap in for the game on tomorrow. We'll have post-game Wednesday night out of PNC, the NC State-Nebraska game. We look forward to seeing you on the post-game show. Any words that you have for us on 402-464-5685, you can always tap in right there. Go and get the shirts. I got the tickets. We'll see you next Tuesday. One way or another, either post game or right here on the Strict Night Show. Have a good night. Deuces.